Good morning. This is Bob Bragg. Welcome to the October 25th edition of Farm News and Views. While dry weather in the Midwest is helping farmers to harvest corn and soybeans ahead of the average pace, it's still too early to tell how much crop yields have suffered because of dry topsoil conditions in the region. I witnessed some of these uh, dry conditions last week while traveling in northern Illinois, Indiana, and southern Michigan. I was able to watch corn harvest in progress on a couple of farms close up since I was offered rides and combines on both farms. Of course, I said, you bet. Lately, most corn and soybean fields are planted in the spring using field maps uh, based on GPS coordinates, which directs telemetry on tractors to plant seeds in rows that are then followed by harvest equipment in the fall. While combines aren't autonomous, the guidance system helps operators to align the combines to most efficiently harvest all the crop in the field. The combines I rode on moved down four rows of crop at a time at maybe four or five miles an hour, cutting the stalks, stripping off the ears, shelling the corn from the cobs, sending the grain to a tank behind the cab, and ejecting the stalks and cobs back into the field behind the machines. Computers in the cab kept track of how many bushels per acre were being harvested, the moisture level of the grain, and other data that farmers were interested in noting. There are different types of headers that are used on these machines for harvesting soybeans or grain crops like wheat or oats or barley. Watching the harvest from the jump seed of these machines was like watching a choreography of a dance. As the grain tank on the combine began to reach full capacity, a light on top of the machine would flash, signaling the driver of a tractor pulling a grain cart to pull up beside the combine. The combine operator would extend a grain auger over the side of the grain cart and offload the corn from the tank on the combine. Well, both the combine and the cart continued to move along the field. Once the tank was empty, the tractor and grain cart would peel off to receive the grain from a second combine that was also operating in the field. The grain cart would continue to circle between the combines until the grain cart was filled. While the combines continued harvesting, the cart met up with a truck waiting at the edge of the field to offload the grain into the truck. Then the cart returned to the field to gather the grain from the combines. This routine was repeated over and over again with very little downtime for the combines. Economists are warning consumers that they can expect to pay record high prices at the grocery store for turkey this upcoming holiday season due both to the impacts of the um, highly pathogenic aviation influenza and inflation. According to the American Farm Bureau Federation, the retail price for fresh, boneless, skinless turkey breast reached a record high of $6.70 per pound in September. That's 112% higher than at the same time in 2021. The previous record high price was $5.88 per pound in November 2015, which was also caused by an outbreak of the highly pathogenic aviation flu. But there still should be enough turkey available for the Thanksgiving demand. Agricultural economists point out that farmers aren't the ones profiting from the record high retail prices because they have high costs of inputs like feed, fuel, fertilizer, and labor that's making turkey production more expensive. Benjamin Franklin wrote, If your riches are yours, why don't you take them to the t'other world? Until next week, I'm Bob Bragg.